All right, welcome back to another week of Spouse Holes. I'm here with Eric. So we're just going to jump right into some holes. How about that? Let's do it. All right, you want to go first? Sure. My hole comes straight out of Texas. A young man was in his backyard. <laughs> so dramatic, sorry. <laughs> well, this guy, oh let me tell you. He's out in his backyard or out, out and about. We'll just say out and about. And he is in Texas, so he has a gun on him. And all of a sudden, an armadillo comes out of the wherever. <laughs> Such a great storyteller. Now, I don't know about you, but an armadillo, or also known as an armadillo, has a very hard shell on the outside. This guy decides he's going to shoot the oh armadillo. Oh, my gosh. And he shoots the armadillo. The bullet ricochets off the hard exterior of the armadillo. <laughs> yeah, and then what happened? Goes back to the dude's face. Oh. <laughs> shot himself in the face and had to have his jaw wired shut. It was just not a fun time for him. Geez, so is he the hole or is the armadillo the hole? <laughs> so he's the hole for shooting at the armadillo. And then the armadillo gave him a hole back. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> That's a good story. So actually, I have one in Virginia that's also about shooting. Oh, really? Let's yeah. hear it. All right. So mine, like I said, it was happening in Virginia. It was a guy and his girlfriend. and He's an older gentleman. And she has a son and his girlfriend. They were all having dinner. So they're having this argument of which vehicle is better, a Chevy or a Ford. Ooh. <laughs> I know. This stirs a, a great lot. Great debate. Right. It stirs up a lot of emotion for a lot of people. And I'm not going to tell everybody who I th- what I think is best. But anyways, so they have this debate going on, you know, during dinner, and it gets so heated that Turner, who is the the boyfriend, the older guy, brings out a knife, goes to stab his girlfriend's son. And in the process, the mom gets in the way trying to calm the situation and he stabs her in the back instead. He doesn't calm down and he doesn't come down from everything that's happening. So he decides to go inside and get a gun. It comes back out. They're still going at it. They're still arguing. Again, the mom gets in the way to, you know, stop the situation from escalating. Doesn't doesn't help. He shoots his girlfriend, so the old man, the you know, the old gentleman shoots his girlfriend five times in the leg. One of the bullets also that he shot, he was able to shoot his girlfriend's son in the arm. Two of the bullets ricocheted and his the son's girlfriend who was also there got shot in the back and in the cheek. Yeah. So he got into the house he barricaded himself in there police you know obviously tried getting him out they had to shoot him with the you know the beanbag things that they shoot him with got him out and took him you know hauled him off to jail but he's my whole (laughs) i mean i don't i don't care who you are i mean a chevy or a ford i don't think that it's not worth shooting somebody or stabbing your girlfriend six inch wound in her back because of this heated argument with her son like I don't care who you are. You're stupid. <laughs> take a step back and take a second. Think yeah. About it. So he's my whole of the week. Yeah, I can see why. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, it escalated. And for him not to calm down after the stabbing, I mean, I feel like after the stabbing, somebody would be like, oh, crap. Wow. I really escalated. I need to step back. I need to just leave. 
but instead he went and got a gun and it yeah, just... that always makes me think of what drugs were involved. Oh, they were drinking. Were there drinking. was alcohol, alcohol. Yeah, so alcohol was yeah, involved. Yeah, kind of, kind of can escalate a situation a little bit, but I bet even beyond that, they're probably even drug used to a degree. Maybe, maybe there was something there. There wasn't anything in the news that I was reading, mm. but they did say alcohol was involved. But it's just crazy how fast things escalate. So I mean, I've been heated up before over some stupid topics. Yeah, I know, but. I can honestly say I've never felt like stabbing anybody. Uh, that's good. I think. Or you're... even acted on it. <laughs> that's even better. Good job. I know. I deserve a cookie. You do deserve a cookie, which you aren't going to get unless it's a keto cookie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how have you been this week? Oh, shittier than shit. If it... For all of our followers on Instagram, I did post a picture of Eric and he looks like shit. Like he looks like... <laughs> Like crap, and not to mention he has pink eye in both eyes. <laughs> this is the this is the sickest I've been in my adult life. Like I've had my appendix, had to get my appendix taken out, and I felt pretty bad, but that was only for like twenty four hours, and then I felt fine. Up until now, I got like some kind of cold. I don't know where it came from, but it was just a typical sinus throat cold, and that lasted about a week. And then I'm starting to feel a little bit better, and then I wake up with my eyes shut. <laughs> because of my eye discharged mucus boogery nastiness literally sealed my eye shut had to go into the bathroom and wash out my eye i open it up and it's pinker than pink and i'm like great got pink eye so i just proved to everyone out there oh if you fart on your own pillow you can give yourself pink eye <laughs> eric didn't fart on his own pillow <laughs> We're not sure how I got it, but... Well, the girls have been sick, too, and they were sick probably for, like, four or five days. They're getting over it, too. Erica still kind of has a little bit, and Zaley does, too, like, a cough. But it's kind of funny because now that you have what they have, you're like, oh, crap, like, they went through heck. And that's why I'm always like, no, if you're sick, you want to stay home. Like, you don't want to do stuff. That's why when the girls are sick, I'm like, I'm not going out. Like, they don't want to do anything because I wouldn't want to do anything if I'm sick. Yeah, this one's been quite the doozy. This is it's been fun time. Knock on wood, but I think I've missed it. Missed yeah, it, yeah, you've been real lucky. No, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of no pink eye, no nothing. Yeah, no, I'm just that strong. So I was at the store at Smith's, and I was walking around, pink eye and all, <laughs> getting the medicine from my doctor's appointment. In my brain, you know how sometimes you just have that little thought for instance if you see some guy speeding down on a bicycle really fast you get a quick thought it'd be kind of funny if i pushed him over <laughs> well well i don't think that i always think it's funny if he just kind of falls on his own <laughs> well you know so yeah so same same ballpark so my little thought comes in it'd be funny to try on all the sunglasses right now oh no i hope you didn't touch any of them i did not touch a single sunglass <laughs> that would be awful but that's just how my brain works sometimes. I'm standing in line and there's this big, huge pile of sunglasses, you know, on the display case. And right. I'm like, I got time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't touch those. So, okay. So, speaking of sickness, growing up, what were some things that you did as far as remedy goes to get over a sickness? Because I feel like you've been pretty bad and I don't feel like much has worked for you. So, just curiosity, what has helped you? Well, growing up, my family was pretty much a Sudafed family for your typical cold. Uh, I know that when I've been 
in my adulthood, I definitely probably take too much stuff. I like to mix and match and play doctor a little bit. And I also take more than you should. Oh my gosh. I figure they test it for the normal sized people and seeing as how I'm almost two of a normal sized person, I can take it. Yeah. You, I guess you're ibuprofen. You love ibuprofen. I am a big ibuprofen fan, but I don't take much when I'm sick because I figure a lot of the sick medicine has headache, pain relievers and stuff in it. Right. But like I'll mix Mucinex and Sudafed together at the same time, NyQuil and Sudafed. I think you can mix them, so I don't think it's too bad, but I could be wrong, but I mix them. Oh my gosh. And it, I sleep pretty good. I'm just going to put times. it out there. This is just what Eric uses. Please don't go out using what he uses. This isn't something that we're saying that it works for everybody. <laughs> so go talk to your doctor if you're feeling sick. Well, and it's funny because I have like a allergy to alcohol apparently. Right. Because when I take some NyQuil, I get real red and like rashy. <laughs> I know. It's really bad. And so I like will take... I take double the amount of NyQuil than you're supposed to. Like I'll take two cups and two of the caps instead of one cap. Again, I'm just a big guy, so I figure it's fine. <laughs> and I want to sleep good. <laughs> yeah, you do sleep like crap. Yeah. Um, we didn't use, well, at least from what I can remember, I never really remember using medicine that much growing up. And I personally hate taking medicine. I'm not... I don't like drugs. They just freak me out a little bit. Oh, no. Give them to me. Oh, my gosh. So we do like teas and try to think what else. We do heavy on teas. Like the other night I did a tea for you. How did That was the best night of sleep I had. And I didn't take as many drugs, to be honest. Last night was the worst night of sleep. And I took a bunch of drugs. <laughs> and I didn't sleep at all. Like I think I yeah, woke up every hour. And then when I was sleeping, apparently I was snoring really bad, keeping you awake. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But the tea that I made you the other night was I just boiled some water and I put some honey, some um, cinnamon, some lemon, and some garlic. No, not garlic. Sorry, ginger. And I typically don't put this in, but I did it this last time for you. But I put in apple cider vinegar, just like a teaspoon of it or a tablespoon. Sorry. So a tablespoon of each. Um, to two tablespoons of each in the water. And I felt like it really helped you. Yeah, I felt like it soothed my throat and helped me sleep. Oh, and I put honey in it. Sorry. Yeah, you started with honey. You mentioned oh. that. Yeah, <laughs> you got that in there. Oh my gosh, my brain's everywhere. Yeah, so we did. Yeah, I did the honey too. So yeah, I think the honey really does help soothe a lot. And a lot of people don't really think of it. Yeah, I got kind of excited because I was given uh, Friday off from work. And so I thought it was going to be, you know, a nice little weekend. No. I was sick the entire weekend. Yeah, I still didn't do anything. feel like shit. Yeah, we didn't do much. Debating taking tomorrow off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we also do this thing, and I don't know if this is going to like rub some people the wrong way or kind of weird about it, but I am the type of person who believes in like meditation and energies and auras and chakras, and I don't think that you really kind of really care about that kind of stuff. Am I wrong? to each their own yeah so just avoid say it. a, avoid fine. being a spouse whole moment yeah it's just say it. it's fine i know that you you don't believe in that stuff but i do and one thing that we do is rub an egg over our bodies and it for me it helps with like the energies and anything negative if there's like a pain or a stomach ache or a headache 
I feel like it kind of helps, but I rubbed it on you. How did you feel? Was it the same? Did it only affect you or? Well, I think that there's always the, uh, what's it called? Your, if you believe something's working for you, you get in maybe a 10% mm. relief. So if you truly believe that that is helping you, you could actually be seeing a result, uh, some kind of result, because I think that they've done studies where they'll give one person the actual medicine and then the other person a placebo and the placebo effect is real. They'll get like a 10% fix of the problem because your body just believes it's getting the medicine that it needs. And then the people that get the actual medicine get actual results. So is this like a polite way of saying no? It's a polite way of saying, I think you're getting the placebo effect (laughs) where you think you're getting results. Well, for me, it's just also like something positive. Like I'm able to, and I see it in the girls and they're not old enough to believe what I believe in, but I do see it in them when they're scared or frustrated or something. And I rub the egg on them and I feel like that night they sleep better. And it might just be me mentally that I'm just thinking this, or maybe they're just having a good night that night. But for me, and when you crack the egg, you see everything on there and it's like, like it could be a negative energy of somebody giving you a negative energy. They also have something that's called a, an evil eye is what they call it. Or let me mirada forte where it's somebody has a really strong energy. It doesn't necessarily have to be an evil thing. It could just be a strong energy and it's too much for somebody to handle. And the egg absorbs that. Um, or if someone's just keeping an eye on you and kind of envious of you. So there's that stuff as far as energy goes, but I've also have heard and from different people that if they have like a headache, it helps. One thing with headaches though, that my family also does is an Incan thing <laughs> and um, it's called a chukake and it's where you wrap your hair. Somebody does it for you. So if I'm doing it, I can't do it to Eric cause he has no hair, but <laughs> if it's like my sister or something, um, you stand behind the person, you wrap, there's a certain way that you do it, but you wrap their hair around your finger and you massage the scalp first and then you pull it and it actually pops and it sounds like a knuckle pop. It's amazing. I've seen her dad do it to her. It's the craziest thing. It's a, it's so cool. I don't know the science behind it alleviating the pain, but just the fact that he pulls her hair in a certain way and it straight up pops like knuckle popping is really cool. It's crazy. And for me, when whenever he does it, and you only do it three times, like three parts on the head, you don't do it more. And there's certain parts that you do it depending on the pain of your headache. But as soon as he does it, it could be again, like you said, I just believe in it. But it's just like the headache is gone. Like the pressure that was there, somehow that pop just releases that pressure and it's no longer like a massive headache anymore. And usually right after that, I get like super sleepy and I'm just like ready to nap because I've been so like overwhelmed with the headache that I just feel like it it helps so that's another thing that we kind of do and I don't like I said I don't take ibuprofen if I can help it and that's one thing that really helped me was when my dad does those and then I don't have to take the medicine because I don't like medicine I remember one time I had the whole day of work and I had a lot to do that day and it was kind of like mandatory it wasn't a day where you could just call it call it in sick or whatever but I was really sick and my boss was breathing down my throat to come in and do work. And I decided that I was going to mix cough syrup, grape cough syrup, and grape NOS energy drink <laughs> and Sudafed. So I took a Sudafed and then I mixed probably three or four servings of the cough syrup into four 
NOS energy drinks. Oh and I gosh. put it in one of those big, uh, like the 64-ounce cups that you would get from a gas station. And I was just drinking that throughout my entire shift. Yeah, I felt great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's horrible. And did my whole shift, got all my work done, went home and fell asleep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know how you can do that. It scares me sometimes when you take medicine because you know me i'm just not a medicine person so i'm like are you sure there's not something else that we can do a different remedy that we could do yeah my my problem is i'm always afraid to like i'll start feeling good for a couple of days and i'll be like okay am i through the sickness or is just the medicine working right so i never know when to stop taking the medicine too and then you stop taking the medicine and then if you're not fully over it it's like you just depleted all your defense or whatever you want to call it. So you have to start all over. Not really, but that's how it feels. Exactly. That's how you are. Yeah. I don't like medicine and I don't, I mean, I only take it for like allergies if they're like really bad. There was one year that <laughs> every year your allergies are a little different. Like nobody has the same exact allergies each year from my understanding from what I was told by a doctor. So one year my allergies got so bad and, you know, we were outside. It was summertime. We were all hanging out with my family and my brother-in-law and I, we, you know, we goofing around and he decides that I think I pushed him down or something or I tried to. So he grabbed me, headlocked me and was going to put my face in the grass, but he didn't realize that my face did graze against the grass. And <laughs> I came up and as soon as I came up, my face was red and broke out in a huge rash because I was so allergic that year. Of, you know the seasonal allergies or whatever and I had to take medicine but that's the only reason why I really take the medicine is if I'm like breaking out hard with my allergies yeah I'm a fan if I'm not feeling good give me some medicine <laughs> but I'm a sissy too I think that that's oh you, you definitely have had the uh the man cold I feel like normally when you do get sick, you're such, I'm sorry, I'm going to be a spousal, but you're such a diva sometimes. <laughs> okay, for example, these eye drops. He got eye drops <laughs> for his pink eye. And he has to be like laying down in the recliner a certain way to do these eye drops. And I'm like, just throw your head back because I guess you've never really done eye drops. Never had to do eye drops. And I have contacts. And so for me, it's like, they're not that big of a deal. You just throw your head back and just put a drop and it's not that big of a deal. And you're so dramatic. Like you have to be laying down reclined. Well, my bigger thing is not that the position of doing the drop matters. It's just, I don't want it to run down my face until my eyes had a good opportunity to absorb oh the drops. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, <laughs> So I was taking care of Zaylee and Erica was wanting to be fed. <laughs> and she, I mean, she had some before, but she still wanted some more milk. <laughs> and I was like, hey, let's hurry and do your eye drops. And you're like, well, I can't feed her then. I'm like, it literally takes two seconds to just throw it in and you just wait like a minute or two and you'll be fine to feed her. And I just took her. I'm like, I'll just feed her. Zaylee's fine now. And I'll just and let see? you lay so down. So <laughs> you call it diva, but I got out of feeding my child and got to lay on the couch with my eyes closed. You did take a nap. Yeah. It's okay. Call me what you are, but I think I won. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, you're. it's just funny because the girls went through it and you're like, well, maybe it just went in deeper for me than it did the girls. And I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. You're right. Well, to my defense, I talked to a doctor about this, this idea because... 
You felt well, like a sissy. I felt like a sissy because I went into the doctor finally because I got the pink eye. At first, it was just a cold and I was dealing with it. But then when my eye got pink, their eyes never got pink. They had pink eye. You think? Mm-hmm. Well, they had the same swollen they had the goop, mucus. But they never had the color. They had some goop come out. I don't think you have to have the actual color pink. Well, it's called pink eye. Oh, good night. But it could be the outside of the skin can be pink. Doesn't okay. Have to be well, eye. my eyes look way worse than theirs okay, ever did. Okay, yours did, yeah. But anyway, the doctor told me that younger children, as they're developing and stuff, their bodies are looking for sickness, and ours as adults aren't looking for sickness. And so their defenses were stronger too. So they're able to bounce back a lot faster than adults because they really didn't, I mean. I mean, they were miserable. You can tell when they were miserable because Zaley actually cuddles with you. <laughs> but yeah, they were pretty sick, but they got back pretty quick. Like I think Erica maybe was sick for maybe two or three days and Zaley maybe four days, maybe. But I'm going on a week. You are. And I just barely got the pink eye towards the end of it, so. So you just can't catch a break is what you're saying. I'm over it. That's what I want to be. I want to be over it. <laughs> almost. You're almost there, Mr. Diva. Oh, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll accept it. But you, I have to admit, superstar. Superstar. I don't have time to get sick. That's what I tell everyone. I'm a mom. I don't have time to get sick. I know there's other moms out there to get sick, but I just make myself feel better about it. But I, yeah, I'm just too busy. I think I don't, I don't know. Don't allow it. I just don't allow it. I'm like, no, listen here. No, not today. Well, to be honest, <laughs> if I was a bacteria and I saw you and I saw me. Oh, hell yeah. You'd run. I would run from you and jump on me. <laughs> yeah. So actually, you're a spouse hole. You're scaring all the bacteria to me. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Probably. It's just a lot in blood. It's fine. It's cool. It's cool. It's no big deal. All right, do you want to get into some plugs? Let's plug it up. All right, do you want to go first? Yeah, I got this one. All right. So I'm a big fan of all-you-can-eat buffets. No, not you. Especially in my past. I'm trying to do better in my now. You are doing better. In fact, I don't even remember the last all-you-can-eat buffet I went to. I don't remember either. It was probably Chuckarama. Probably. We go there a lot. (laughs) Now, have you ever been to an all-you-can-eat buffet and seen someone there by themselves? I mean, no, I don't think so. I think there's two places where you just can't go by yourself. An all-you-can-eat buffet is one of them. An all-you-can-eat buffet? Uh, Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) An all-you-can-eat buffet is one of the places you shouldn't go by By yourself. yourself. And the other is a movie. I was going to say a movie. Cool. So those two things I feel are really an awkward place to be by yourself. Well, there was an old lady a senior citizen sitting at an all-you-can-eat buffet by herself. And these three gentlemen in Alabama saw that she was all by herself. And one of them went over and started talking to her. And she was really sweet and really nice. And she told the man that it was her 60th wedding anniversary to her husband who had just passed And the anniversary was the next day and they would always eat at this restaurant together. And the guy felt moved and was like, hey, come sit with me and my friends over at our table. And so I think the oldest one of them might have been 30. They were younger guy, like, you know, men, but still young. And it needs to be said, she was a white woman. 
And these were three black guys. And I just thought beyond it being the fact that they brought her over, but showing like it's humanity, you know, it's not about color. It's not about race, but they were all able to sit at a table together, enjoy stories, made her day, made them feel good. And so much in today's world, do we see black, white, Right. It has to be, uh, it's, I swear, it's always what I turn on the TV. It's always something black, white. But to hear a story where we were able to come together and just enjoy one another as humans really made my day and really helped me feel good. And so they are my plugs because that's just awesome. I think it's really respectful and it makes for a good story. And I just really wanted to share that story. That was a good one. Really good. Mine actually plays off a little bit of off of yours. Mine happened in Virginia. And, okay, these five teens are a little bit of holes, but I'm going to go and flip it on to the judge, who for me is the plug. So these five teens, they are white, <laughs> and they actually um, went and tagged up this old historic schoolhouse that was a schoolhouse back in the day for the black kids when it was segregated. segregated. Um so they went up, you know, they did the swastika sign, they had a bunch of racial slurs and a bunch of inappropriate things. And when the judge went to go sentence them, her mentality was, I can do two things. I can either, you know, throw them in the system, you know, you know, bad job, whatever, next case, or I can teach them and take this opportunity to give them an actual teaching lesson so she actually made them read about 35 books and each for the first year each month they had to read one book and they were history books they were books about um you know struggles with different races with the japanese with the blacks with um they had to go to the holocaust museum they had to just do a bunch of things showing them you know, the trials that all these other races have gone through because she felt like maybe they were just misinformed. Maybe they're not actually understanding what the swastika sign is or maybe they're not understanding the struggles that these other races race have gone through. And so she, would, you know, decided to take it as a teaching moment. They did have to write essays too after each book, 3,500 3, word essays. So it was definitely a teaching experience. One of them, one of the kids were expelled. So after all of this, two years have gone by, they check in on them and, you know, they're continuing their education. And one of them did, you know, one of the essays said, I feel so embarrassed of what ha what I did. Like now that I'm more educated, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that everyone is viewed as a human race and not as individual people because of their skin, their sex, their gender, whatever. Like we want to make sure that you know, everyone feels like they're all equal and they're all worth, you know, what we're all, all worth, you know. So it was kind of cool that the judge did it that way and actually took it as an, a learning opportunity instead of, you know, just throwing these kids in. And, you know, and I'm sure maybe some people, obviously the community was upset at first. But then to have these kids learn and thinking of it as that way is like, these kids are going to go back into society so they can either go back in as like stupid system or take something out of it as far as learning from the books and learning from the history of everybody and seeing, okay, 
you know, this is something that maybe kids think it's cool, but they don't see the history behind everybody else and all the racial stuff. So, well, and I think a lot of times racism comes from what we're taught. Yeah. And it's usually, sadly to say, from parents and from the immediate people around us. And so, you know, if your dad says these people are not good people, you as a child or as, you know, a young person, you don't know any better. Yeah. So you just, you know, dad's right or mom's right or grandpa's right. And then... And a lot of them influenced by friends too. Like, it's just a cool thing to yeah. do, you know? And I know that for me, it's just crazy to exactly as the judge said, you know, education. It needs to be taught the way that, why it's so bad. I learned so much from just, I had a couple of little slip ups, not like racial slurs or anything but just not understanding what a term meant right and then when it was explained to me i was like wow no wonder they get so offended or no wonder (laughs) i shouldn't be saying that (coughs) so yeah i just and that's the biggest thing i think for these plugs you know it's going to be um an education thing you know or it's an example like you said it's a parent showing an example it doesn't matter what skin color you are you know, for me, it, it does kind of irritate me when people are like, oh, you're Hispanic? And they kind of look down because they're like, they start thinking. Build the wall. All, yeah. They start thinking of all the negative things. And for me, it's like, wait, are you educated enough to be telling me these things? Like, do you understand what's actually happening or what you're just fed by other people by the, you know, like when you play telephone where you get all the mixed communication and it's not the full story. And that's what bothers me is like we need to educate ourselves so we can educate our future generations, our kids, so they understand like this world isn't you're black, you're white, you're Asian, you're whatever, you know. It's we're all the we're human all in race. This together. Yeah. <laughs> like we all should be treated equally because it doesn't matter. One person's not below you, you know. Just educate everybody and we we will all eventually get there, you know. So I don't know, those are some cool plugs. I like it. Good ones. So we are on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter, Spouse Holes. Um, I actually did go to a kind of little celebration for six-year anniversary for one of my friend's barbershops. So I want to give his wife and her mom, Cece, and her mom a shout-out for listening to our podcast. Yeah. I didn't get to meet them, but I hope I do in the future. Yeah, definitely. And so um, sometime we will have my friend who actually owns the barbershop do a little interview with us. So we're going to set that up, and I'm super excited to kind of hear his story yeah what's his uh barbershop name it's caesar's royal barbershop i believe royal lounge ah. <laughs> i'm such a great friend <laughs> i get that right back when i had my amazing beard before i made the grand mistake of shaving it off he would take care of it and it looked really good he would also shave my head with a straight razor got to give it a shout out it always looked good i'm due it is Caesar's Royal Lounge, right? Yes. And you can actually find him on Instagram also. He is based out on in Utah, so for our Utah listeners. Um, but he does do a pretty good job. He actually did also shave, you know, the lower bottom half of my sister's head and put a design in. So that was actually pretty cool. She was super excited when she got it done and she loved it. So, oh, it looked really good. Yeah. I've been clean. meaning to get him. He said he could do a Patriot logo on the back of my head if I had some hair in it. And you do have some hair. <laughs> oh, I'm so due for a haircut. I look like a homeless person kinda, right now. You kind of do. Yeah. So um, it was kind of cool. So I just want to give them a shout out. And to all of our listeners, we love that you guys are, you know, tuning in and listening. If you guys have any stories, free, 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 
feel free to share with us any stories that you have, plugs, holes, or just in general. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, again, social media or our website. Spouseholes.com. And we do have a tab. Yes, the tab is there. <laughs> have a good one. Bye. <laughs> Topic submission. <laughs>